welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us again today. I hope y'all are having a wonderful week. I know our family is just getting back into the routine of things. I know I've mentioned school starting um, for, I think, pretty much all the rest of the kids in the community. I think they started school this week, and I have thoroughly enjoyed seeing all of your pictures of the first day of school and seeing how you're excited for your kids. And they are growing up so fast, and um, it's just an exciting time of year, and I am enjoying every minute of it. But thank you again for joining me today, and I hope that you enjoy this time that we have together. I do want to mention something exciting, just in case I forget it at the end. But please, I want you to be sure to tune in next week. In fact, if for whatever reason with your schedule, if you had to choose between this week and next week, turn your radios off right now and turn them back on again next Friday because I want you to be here next Friday morning to hear from Mrs. Kelly Bybee. She is the wife of Brother Dan Bybee and she is one of the administrators at our Christian Academy, our Victory Christian Academy. And uh, she's been an assistant pastor's wife here for years. Um, and she is my dear friend. But more than that, she is a sincere Christian lady. And I have known her, Kelly, since she was a junior, no, excuse me, a senior in high school. And I've had the privilege of watching her as a single girl and then a young mom and a young wife. And now she's got teens that are older than mine. And um, I like to tease her, my husband and I like to tease them and say they're older than us. They aren't, we're older than they are, but their children are older. So I'm always watching Kelly to see how she handles things and how she does things. And she has been such an encouragement to me through her example, through her testimony. So she is going to be bringing the lesson next week. And I am so excited for you to hear from her. And I know your hearts will be blessed. And she's a lady who truly lives what she talks about. So please plan now to make sure to join us next week, whether you do it on Facebook, um, on one of the um, podcasts that I believe that are on um, Spotify. I have to ask Brother Nathan for the techie side. I get all confused there. Um, and then also, of course, the radio. Please join us. But thank you for being with me today. We are going to go to the book of 1 Kings, and we're going to talk about one of those ladies in the Bible that, in my opinion, every time that I read about her, she just seemed like such a saint. She seemed so perfect, but she wasn't perfect. And as I read about her um, and really studied her life, studied the story that God gave us about her, I realized that she faced things just like we do. And she was very, she was a normal person that had things that she had to work through too. And I learned so much from her. But we're going to the book of 1 Samuel. I think I may have said 1 Kings a minute ago, but we're going to the book of 1 Samuel. And um, we're gonna read about, we're gonna talk about the story of Hannah. And I know that's a very common story in the Bible. You probably have heard it since the time you were little. But the Bible says that Hannah was the wife of um, Elkanah. It says, now there was a certain man and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jehoram, 
And he had two wives. In verse number two, it says, the name of the one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Penaniah. And Penaniah had children, but Hannah had no children. And you know the story. I'm going to kind of give you just a brief synopsis of it first, and then we'll talk about it. But Hannah was the favored wife. She was loved by her husband, but she did not have any children. And I think for many women in our, our culture, even today, that's a hard thing. I can relate to Hannah on that. But especially in those days, a woman's value, um, a woman's social position, a woman's um, purpose in life was found solely often in, through the lives of her children and what she, the heirs she could produce for her husband. So I see first that Hannah had a problem and she did not have children. The Bible says that Hannah had no children and then verse number five, it said that the Lord had shut up her womb. I don't know why God shut up her womb. I don't know why that was. I can relate to Hannah's problem. As you all know, I've mentioned it before, that was my problem for years. I could not have children. And you know, there was the questioning, the wondering, why can't I? And if you've ever gone through that, you wonder. But it says the Lord had shut up her womb. We don't know why she, why it was like that, but Hannah had a problem. I see secondly in verse number six, the Bible says that her adversary provoked her sore. Hannah was provoked. And you know, I was reminded when I was studying for this lesson that when we go through hard times, sometimes we're going through a trial that the, uh, the Lord allows into our life and there's hard times. We can't count on everything else going smoothly just because we've got something hard in our life. You know, sometimes we wanna say, time out, just give me a break here. I'm going through a hard time with this. But no, the devil's gonna double down. He knows when we're going through a hard time. He knows when we're weak. And he's going to give us his, his problems too. He's gonna to put problems in our lives too. And so I see that not only could Hannah not have children, the Bible says her adversary provoked her sore. Hannah was provoked. And then I see this in verse number seven. It says that um, Hannah was, I'm sorry. It says that she went up to the house of the Lord and she wept and she did not eat. And then Elkanah, her husband said to her, Hannah, why weepest thou and why thou eatest thou not? Why is thy heart grieved? Am I not better to thee than ten sons? And verse number 10, it says, And she was in bitterness of soul, and she prayed unto the Lord. And you know, I find that when Hannah had a problem, and when her adversary was provoking her, she went to the right place. She went to the house of the Lord, and she prayed, and she prayed, and she gave her problem to the Lord. And you know, that's sometimes such a challenge for me because I know how I am um, when there's things I don't like or something that's really just a heartbreaking thing. If I'm not careful, and you've heard me mention this before, we go to all sorts of resources, all sorts of people when we really should just be going to the Lord. So I see that she went up into the house of the Lord and she prayed. And then in verse number 11, it says that she vowed a vow and she said to the Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me, and wilt give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then will I give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head." So Hannah didn't just pray, she, she promised something. She said, Lord, I'm serious about this. Would you please give me a baby? If you'll give me a baby, I promise I'll give him back to you to serve you. She was trying to tell the Lord, Lord, this is not just for me. I'm really, really serious about this. And I see it, the ver it goes on to say that while she was in the temple, I love this, it says in verse number 13, it says that she spake in her heart 
and only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. And you know, I don't want to take scripture out of context here, but I thought so often, isn't that the lot of us ladies? That sometimes we're surrounded with people, sometimes we're surrounded with our children, and maybe we don't always get that lengthy period of time when we can just be by ourselves and just pour out our heart to the Lord. But I know that for me, there've been times standing at my kitchen window, and if somebody were really watching me, they might be able to tell that my mind was somewhere far away and I was talking to the Lord and I was asking the Lord to help me. And you know, wherever we are, the Bible says that Hannah, she poured out her soul. Eli saw her, she, he, was, she, he thought she was drunken. She was over there and she was kneeling down and her mouth was moving, but nothing was coming over. And he came over and he reproved her and he said, why are you drinking? And here you're in the temple. And she said, no, she said, I've not, been I've not been drinking. I am in bitterness of my soul. And in verse number 13, it says, now Hannah spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. And she said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have poured my soul before the Lord. And you know, there's times where it's more than just a passing prayer, or it's more than just something we want, but when it's an ongoing thing, like it was for Hannah, and there comes to a point where we just pour our souls out to the Lord, and we say, Lord, would you please hear us? So I see that she poured out her soul. And you know what Eli said? Your prayers have been heard, and you are gonna have a child. And the Bible says in verse 19 through 20 that the Lord remembered her, and Hannah conceived that she bare a son, and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. And you know, when that, that euphoric moment, when that baby boy was finally in her arms, she didn't take the credit for it. She didn't say, finally, I got what I always prayed for with a bad attitude or a bad spirit. She said, I ask him of the Lord. She remembered what she had promised. She remembered her days of prayer. And I, that brings me to number six, she performed. You remember the vow that Hannah prayed? She says, Lord, if you would give him back to give him to me, I will give him back to you. And you know, the Bible tells us whenever we read through the chapter, how that she raised that little boy. And it says after she weaned him, which was probably about two, maybe three years old, that there came a day that she took that little child and she took him to the temple. And by the context of scripture, it sounds like the temple where Eli was, was a good distance away. They only went once a year. And there was a day that she took that little boy by his hand and she took him to the temple. You know, I have a son, Micah, and I can remember praying. We had our girls, and even before I had all my girls, I had prayed. I said, Lord, would you please give us a son? And I prayed, I said, Lord, if you'll give me a son, I promise I'll give him back to you. And I don't know what Micah will do with his life. I don't know if he'll be a preacher. If there was ever a little boy that had preach in his genes, it should be him, his granddaddy's, his dad is, his uncles are. But I can't call him and dad sure can't call him or send him. But whatever he does, I hope that he loves the Lord with all of his heart for all of his days. But you know, I have to remind myself of those days when I would pray for a child, when I would pray for a son. And I can remember the day when I felt like the Lord was telling me we were going to have a son but now I've got my boy. And you know, some days there's days that it's harder to give your children back. I can remember before I was married and I was praying that the Lord would give me a godly husband. And I was praying that he would allow me to serve him um, in the ministry. And I remember praying and saying, Lord, if you would give that life to me, I promise I will not keep him from you. I promise that I would give him back to you. And you know, 
there was a time later after we were married and after we had children and I started to think, Lord, am I not as committed? Am I not as dedicated? Am I not as willing to give my children and my husband back to you as I once promised that I would? But I realized that it's a whole lot harder when your hands are full to actually give it back to the Lord. It's easy to say, Lord, if you'll give me this, then I'll do this for you. Lord, if you'll bless us, then we'll go to church. If you'll you know, heal my child, I promise that we'll be faithful to serve you. You know, it's easier to say, Lord, if you'll do this, then I'll do this. But you know, it's a whole different story when the Lord's already blessed you and he's dumped the blessings out on your life and you're willing to take those things that he's blessed you with, those things that you love more than your life. You gather up your children, you gather up your husband, you say, Lord, I give them back to you. And if that means giving you all of our schedule, if that means giving you all of our days, all of our finances, all of our resources, if that means giving you my child's health, my husband and I, our future, whatever that means, I give, I give it back to you now when our hands are full. That's a whole lot harder. And you know, I certainly have not arrived with that. And that's something that I have to recommit to the Lord sometimes every single day again. But I think that Hannah, she was such a great example of that because she took that little boy, she took him to the temple, and she left him there. Now we're not asking you to bring your children and drop them off here at the church. That was something I think in those days that, that, that they did. But are we willing to give our children our hopes, our dreams, are we willing to give all that back to the Lord? And that's what Hannah did, she performed. And this I see in verse um, number, chapter two, and verses one and two, that Hannah praised and she prayed again. You know, her prayers didn't stop when her prayers were answered. And she, even after she had left that little boy at the temple, she still praised the Lord. The Bible says that Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoiceth in the Lord. Keep in mind, she doesn't still have her little boy with her anymore. My horn is exalted in the Lord and my mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. And I think about what a testimony that Hannah must have been to her family, to her neighbors, to the people around her. Could it be that this was the very reason she had the problem of infertility in the first place? That God wanted to have a woman that people would see, first of all, prayer answered to, but then see perform and give it back to him and then turn and give him all the glory. What a challenge, because you know, that's what our lives are about. It's giving God the glory. And sometimes he gets the most praise in the hardest times. But I see that she praised and she prayed again. The Bible says that she prospered in verse two and 21, excuse me, chapter two, verse 21, it says, and the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. God did not forget about Hannah and he prospered her as only he could. And then in closing, I see this, and this was probably perhaps the most important thing of all. I see that I believe Hannah passed on her faith to someone else. She passed it on to little Samuel. And if you've read the story of Samuel and you've read the story of Eli and his wicked sons, and the Bible says that God judged Eli because of the evil that he knew that his sons committed that he did not deal with there in the temple. And the story of Eli and Eli's family it is a tragic story. It's a story of the glory of the Lord departing from them. But you know, there was a little boy that had been brought by his mother and every year his mother would come to visit him. 
and every year she would bring him a coat. And I don't know what it was like to prepare for those visits. I don't know what all she talked to him about during those times, but then she would leave him. So she just didn't drop him off the first time and say goodbye the first time, but every year as she grows up, as he grew up, and if you and I think it's hard to see our children grow up before our lives, can you imagine that? And yet every year Hannah would go to the temple and she would leave him once again because she had dedicated him to the service of the Lord. And you know the prophet Samuel was used arguably perhaps to be one of the greatest prophets that the children of Israel ever knew. He was a counselor to the king of David. He stood for what was right. He stood when no one else would at times. He anointed Solomon to be king. He was used over and over again to shepherd and lead God's people. And I can't help but think that there was something that was planted in his little heart by his mother that had faith, that was willing to believe in God first and then give him back to the Lord. And she did it for a lifetime. And we don't know how much she got to enjoy of Samuel in her earthly life, but she passed on her faith to him. And that's what I wanna do with my children. I am a steward of all that God has given me. And I want as best I can to give every opportunity, every blessing back to him. And I trust that he will take it and he will use it to bring honor and glory to him as only he can. So those are just a few thoughts that God used from the life of Hannah to encourage my heart over and over again through these last few years. And then as I restudied this lesson this week and he's convicted me and I pray that he will use it to be a blessing to you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please come back next week. Please listen in. I want you to hear from Kelly. I know she'll bless your heart. And then I'll look forward to being with you again two weeks from today. Have a great week and please seek the Lord with all your heart. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.